I'm, I'm interested in like, did you notice anything on October 4th after 2 p.m. Eastern? But I'm more interested in like baseline anxiety, depression, uh, emotional volatility, headaches, uh, numb fingers, that kind of thing. Ready to live at the higher vibrations where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Hey everyone, I'm Robin Openshaw. I am the green smoothie girl online for 17 years now. Welcome to the Vibe podcast. And today I just wanted to talk a little bit about the emergency broadcast that our federal government sent out on October 4th. At the time that I'm recording this, it's only about 24 hours after the blast. And I have about 400 people who have commented on a Facebook post or a Telegram post or DM'd me. And I have enough information that I really would like to collect more information from you. But I was just in my previous podcast episode interviewing Dr. Michelle Jorgensen. And I told her about my experience very recently when I had had some of the worst anxiety of my life. Now, anxiety is my constant companion. I remember having fierce anxiety as a five-year-old. I don't know what caused it, but it's just been a part of my life. My whole life, it probably has a lot to do with my success because I use it to take massive action. I'm always in motion, always building something, always doing something, but anxiety is sort of my food. But sometimes when there are situations in my life that I can't solve and I'm in some kind of really fierce stress, my anxiety gets out of control. It's happened a handful of times in my life. Well, I was in one of those situations. Only this time, there was no situation. There were no circumstances. Nothing was going wrong in my life. My kids are fine. My kids are employed. My health was fine. My marriage was fine. I had no reason to have anxiety verging on panic attack, but I did. And it was most of the day, it would get better at about eight o'clock at night. But besides that, I was borderline worrying about my functioning ongoing. And so this last Saturday morning, which at the time I'm recording this is like five days ago, I got up in the morning and I was like, I'm going to try everything. I did a cold plunge. I took Kratom. I got on my PEMF mat. Nothing was touching it. And I was like, I can't live like this. Like this is this is too hard. I, I've got to figure this out. I don't want to end up on a drug for this, but this anxiety level is completely ridiculous. Well, I, I glanced at my phone and I saw something that I apparently hadn't paid attention to the, the whole three weeks that this was going on. And I saw that my Wi-Fi was on. And I thought, oh, I turned that on in the hotel three weeks ago. I had three weeks before been in a hotel room in New York City with my son because we decided last minute to go get some scalp tickets and watch the US Open finals. My son had just been begging me. I didn't want to go. But uh, we had done that and my Wi-Fi had been on this whole three weeks. And I was like, well, I don't need the Wi-Fi. So I turned it off and it was like I flipped a switch and my anxiety immediately went down by about 80%. And it has not come back. It just went down to its like baseline level, what I've lived with my whole life. So we were leading up to this October 4th thing. I had, with some hesitation, gone out there with a little one-minute video saying, I don't know if this is going to happen, but there was an announcement by the FCC that there's going to be a mass broadcast. And I, w- I don't think people understood why I was bringing their attention to it. They were telling me things like, well, just go in and turn off alerts from the government. I wasn't worried about getting the email or the text from the government. That that wasn't the issue. My issue 
was that that would be an unprecedented amount of broadcasted chaotic frequencies, EMF, potentially ELF, um, RF, or radioactive frequencies. All of these frequencies are low-grade radiation, and they especially affect our nervous system. And you'll notice it in your mood. Um, You might have tingling hands and feet. You might have a headache. All these things are neurological. And so I'm doing this podcast episode to discuss that. I mentioned this to Dr. Jorgensen towards the end of our interview and said, I want to hear from people about what they experienced when that broadcast went out because no one's going to do this research. The government isn't going to tell you if they change something on your phone, your device, upgraded something. But I have noticed much higher anxiety again since I got my phone that I had turned off out of the microwave. We we just, to be safe, just as precaution, we turned stuff off in our house and we headed out to the beach. So we were gone for over an hour while our phones were off. We never got the alert. Pretty much everybody commenting on my Facebook post did get the alert unless they had their phone off and virtually none of those people actually ever got the message. So I'm trying to put pieces together. And I also want to know if people had um, any adverse event starting with and after the blast went out. I now have had seven people, not including Dr. Jorgensen, say that they had noticeable surge of negative energies through their body, that they felt it, they're, they're, they had zinging in their teeth. Somebody who said he got sick and he went to bed and woke up four hours later is probably the worst one. Nothing super catastrophic, nobody going to the emergency room or anything like that. But I just actually want to know, since October 4th, can we put a pin in it and can you let me know? Um, DM me on Facebook or whatever. If you're connected to me in a different way, I'm going to pay attention. And I want to hear what your experience is. I tell this to Michelle Jorgensen. She goes, that night, I was looking at a menu in a restaurant and I was fighting the urge to burst into tears. So again, this is mood. This is neurological. I am very curious what happened after that emergency broadcast on October 4th. I have no reason... I to tell you that they were upgrading something on our phone or creating some kind of new capacity on our phones or rolling out some new technology. I have no proof of that. I I wouldn't even call it a theory. I'd call it a question I have or at most a hypothesis, but I have had now eight, as of a few minutes ago, that interview with Dr. Jorgensen People tell me about an adverse health event. And I also, just today, again, I'm only 24 hours past the the mass broadcast. I also have people telling me that their anxiety has been much higher since then. I have someone telling me that they have an iPhone 12 and that they can feel it anytime they're using it in their hand. They can feel it in their hand um, or up their arm and that they feel like their iPhone 12 is making them sick. I know that the country of France, at least according to the media, has banned the use of or the sale of iPhone 12 in that country because of so much radiation that it puts off. So I'm not trying to be alarmist, and I hope everything's fine, and I'm really glad that it looks like everybody is okay and everything is okay, and there weren't any mid-air collisions or anything like that. I'm really... um, sad that there are influencers out there in the big community that Dr. Peter McCullough organized of lots of doctors, lawyers, scientists, influencers 
that I'm a part of, someone sent out an email gaslighting all those of us who had concerns about it. I realized that chaotic frequencies, EMF, ELF, RF is invisible. Therefore, it's very easy to deny. But, you know, when I took people to 10 retreats in Switzerland, there were people who were in that clinic. They were probably trust fund babies because I don't know how they could afford to just camp out there in the clinic for months. But they were EMF refugees. Basically, they can't live where there are chaotic frequencies. And one time I watched one of them who both both of them had other issues. One of them was a smoker who went across the street to smoke several times a day. They, they both, I'm sure, had lots of other toxic exposures. But one of these EMF refugees was a woman about the age of 30 who was literally in a wheelchair. And she had Lyme disease. So lots of other um, comorbidities, lots of issues. But one of her issues was that she could not be around EMF. And the clinic had a super strict policy that nobody could come in the lunchroom or any of the places where medical care is being administered with an emitting device. Well, that year we had a woman show up whose husband owned two Learjets and they lived on the golf course that they owned. And she brought her 19-year-old who would not follow the rules. And this 19-year-old girl one day walked into the lunchroom And she had her phone in her pocket, which she'd been caught with her phone in the lunchroom before. And everybody who attended the retreat was telling me about it. And I was already dealing with people frustrated with this 19-year-old who thought that if she came in the lunchroom without her phone, it was like asking her to leave her arm back in her room. Um, Anyway, this woman who was in the wheelchair, who was an EMF refugee and highly, highly sensitive to chaotic frequencies, had a seizure and fell out of her wheelchair. Now, the reason I remember this so well, and will probably remember it for the rest of my life, is that I caught her um, and someone else jumped into. So the two of us caught her before her head hit the ground, but she had a grand mal seizure and she fell out of her wheelchair. And we all looked around and we saw that this 19-year-old girl who had been caught before with a device in the room had walked in, but she was behind the woman in the wheelchair. So it's not like this woman in the wheelchair who had Lyme and other comorbidities, but was young was being dramatic because she saw somebody walk in with a phone. The phone was in the young lady's pocket and she was concealing it because she knew it was against the rules. And she walked into the room and I watched the seizure happen and the woman fall out of the wheelchair. Now, is that a double blind placebo controlled study? No, but there's lots and lots and lots of research over 8,000 of them last I checked many years ago about the negative effects of EMF and ELF and RF on on living things and specifically human beings. Um, Dr. Magda Havas, I think is her name. You can look up her website. It's kind of an archaic website, but she's the one who put together like 8,000 research studies. But especially out of Russia, a lot of research has been done on the harms. Obviously, with France banning the, the iPhone 12, they have more awareness and they're more willing to talk about it and acknowledge the risk of these chaotic frequencies. They you know, exposure to radiation causes cancer. Anyway, I'm not trying to be alarmist. I'm trying to gather data that I know nobody else is going to try to gather. And I'm just wondering what you've noticed. If you have noticed your neurological system being disordered since the October 4th uh, blast that the government put out, I would really like to hear from you what your experience was. Um, I'm just gathering information. And I wanted to point out to you that that's the reason that many of us who are concerned about EMF in our environment, let alone exponentially higher EMF once they rolled out 5G. When they rolled out 5G in my house in St. John's, Florida, 
I started having tinnitus. I've never had tinnitus in my life, but just intermittently, sometimes for a few minutes, occasionally as long as an hour, I have a ringing in one of my ears. And that is neurological and I think connected to the 5G radiation. So it's a small minority of us who are even aware of the dangers of these chaotic frequencies. So we just keep speaking up about it and we're going to be gaslit. And I'm really sorry to hear a couple of my colleagues making fun of anybody who was concerned about the idea that the government was doing that on October 4th for our safety and protection, because where have we heard that one before? So anybody who at this point is uh, a little bit suspicious of what the government might be doing and why, um, really disappointed to see scientists and doctors and influencers who were ringing the bell ringing the alarm bell on what happened to us in December 2020 and beyond. Really, really sad to see them making fun of people who are raising the the alarm about the potential risk to human health. So, you know, it went off in school classrooms. I have teachers saying that all their students got it at the same time. I think most people are probably absolutely fine. I'm actually more interested I'm I'm interested in like, did you notice anything on October 4th after 2 p.m. Eastern? But I'm more interested in like baseline anxiety, depression, uh, emotional volatility, headaches, uh, numb fingers, that kind of thing. So please do uh, message me if you have any information there. Then I just wanted to also just create some awareness about why some of us were really concerned about that uh, broadcast to the public. I don't know what they were doing with it. I don't know what may have changed in the systems by which our government supposedly would be sending us a mass broadcast about some kind of emergency, but I don't know about you. I'm kind of tired of emergencies. So with that, please do contact me if you have information and I'll see you next time. 